you know, we, we're really, I'm really looking at this year being the year that, you know, we're scratching the surface, right? I said scratching the surface. Mm-hmm. And we still have plenty of wins, plenty of notable wins, right? And all the things that we're doing from a 5C standpoint. But but I really don't believe, Sherm, that my thumbprint won't be on this program, um, you know, 360 until next year, right? So So really, you know, this was like, this year is like being away from competition for two years because we didn't play one sport last year. True. Right. So and then we were inaugural uh, coming into just getting into the NAIA. Right. So, you know, I I believe, you know, this year is really going to set the foundation. But I but I'm really excited for next year because I feel like those classes, recruiting classes, really going to depict what we're about. Right with our culture and things. So I don't want to poo-poo this year because we're going to do some amazing things. But I just want to set the record straight. Like, I'm really incredibly excited for what's in front of us than what's behind us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, you know, and this, uh, as I've spoken with coaches, not just in our conference, but at <clears throat> NCAA, uh, even Division One levels, we talk about COVID, but one of the things we've kind of glossed over is the fact that it has restored eligibility to a lot of players. And so they have come back um, onto teams because they can keep playing. Some of them may have graduated, but they've gone into the master's program and they have come back to our teams because they want to keep competing because they still have eligibility. As an example, uh, when January rolls around, I'm going to have eight graduate students on our roster. So, um, you know, the fire to compete is still there. They don't want to give up on their dreams or, or, or not be on a team and realize with all this experience that we have, I think that has something to do with our success because now we have players that have been three years in our program, even though this might be the first full year of competition, they're older, they're a little bit more mature, both in, in physicality and also mentally. And, you know, now it's time to, to go uh, where we're actually part of the conference, what we do, you know, we have the opportunity to go to the playoffs. One of the reasons we opted out last year is that we, what were we doing? You know, we were going to play a half a season. We weren't able to go to the playoffs because we were in our probation year, but everything's a hundred percent go now. And I think everybody realizes that. And with all that extra experience, um, you know, it, it's time to really break out and make a name for ourselves. Hey, you know, Sherm, I, I couldn't agree with you more, you know, you know, just, you know, just really believe in that, you know, each of, each of us have a star, you know, so all we got to do is find it. You know, that's part of the 5C culture, right? Getting out there and finding, you know, uh, great athletes and great coaches, you know, mm-hmm. because I really truly believe, you know, once you find that star within yourself, everyone who sees it is going to be blinded, you know. And, and one of the things that I vowed to, to uh, do when, when I took over, well, I, I didn't take over the room. The helm did a, I mean, we created this thing, right? Um, so we, we we really created with great leaders who I work alongside of each and every day, great people, great professionals, great uh, people with a purpose and passion, right? So I said, hey, I, I know I'm going to get the purpose and passion, but let me put faith, time, and patience with that. You know, let me take average into amazing. 
And let me take broken, let me take broken into booming. Let me take confusion into clarity. And then let me take desperation into domination. And I think we're starting to see those things. That's when my blood starts to boil, Sherman. That's when you see that Marine Corps come out in me. That's when you see that 21811, no taps, because we don't own no taps. You know, my daddy told me that years ago before he passed, right? We don't own no taps, right? So we only have one way, and that's up. Maybe that's up. Hmm. And, and anyone and everyone who know me, no, ain't no quitting me, right? So so, so your program, you know, as a coach, right, Sherm, is, is going to, you know, highlight who you are. And, and so does this athletic uh, program does the same for me. And I and that's why I say I think, you know, we I really haven't put my thumbprint on this program yet because we're still growing in the process. And, then, you know, as you're growing, you're getting people uncomfortable. Right. Because because we know that's where growth is. Right. You got to be on the fringes of your comfort zone to get this growth. So I, I really believe because, you know, we evolving, we're not going to evaporate. But but as we're trying to hold on to some of these five C principles, we're using them as building blocks. That's why anytime my coaches lose any competition, I always say building blocks, keep building, right? Because we know what we're trying to do. And it's more than just wins and losses here at West Cliff, right? We, we're building, uh, you know, better men and women, right? To be better men and women daily, right? So 1% better, you know, 2% better. We Sometimes we got a whole serve. Sometimes we got to have a part to grow, right? But we're constantly looking to be better than what we were yesterday. And we just don't say that, we actually live in it. So I can't uh, be more incredibly happy with, with everyone who's working alongside me because I am, because who we are. And we're gonna continue, sure, to move on up. So we put notices out there to everyone in the CalPAC, we put notices out there to everyone in the NAI. We put notices out there to some NCAA competition that Westcliff's here, baby, and we ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Hey, so pull up on us in Irvine, mm-hmm. California. Okay, a couple of quick, couple of quick things. I want to point out when you mention that we're playing the NCAA teams. Hey, shout out to Coach Preslov for putting that mm-hmm. schedule together for water polo. He's playing nothing but Division One and Two teams, and he is staying right with them. You know, the games are within a goal either way. You know, two goals here and there, and he's he's making so much progress. It's unbelievable. Sure, no, if you love to compete, Westcliff Athletics is where you come at. Absolutely. West, WestcliffAthletics.com, look us up, look at our bios. You know, it don't tell the, the, the true story, but if you all about competing – and getting an exceptional education, you know, because we got great professionals here, great professors, great administrators. We have a fearless leader in Dr. Anthony Lee, who has a great vision to, you know, incorporate high level athletics with high rigor academics. Mm-hmm. And it's the place for you. Yeah. And if not, though, Sherman, you don't try to be challenged, baby. Don't come. Mm. This ain't for you because, hey, hey, we separate the weak from the strong real quick, sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so if you ain't mentally tough, and mentally toughness is a whole lot of things. Mentally toughness is admitting that you need to work on some things. That's mentally tough, okay? We ain't going to just use the moniker and act like we don't have bad days around here. We just have fewer bad days. That's all it is, sure. 
We, we have, right? Oh, yeah. We got, we got fewer bad days. Because we stack days over here at West Cliff Athletics. Mm-hmm. Because we have a growth mindset, sure. And that's what separates us from the competition in other universities. Okay. I have a question for you. Yes, sir. Did you drop a Jefferson's reference in there a minute hey. ago? Hey. Mm-mm-mm. You heard that? <laughs> I, I caught you saying we're moving on up. For those mm. that don't know, look up the Jefferson's 1970s. You'll find a great sitcom. Um, we're moving on up, sir. Yeah. Was it Sherman Hemsley? Was that who that was? That's who it was because them beans don't, don't, don't fry in the kitchen, baby. No. Nah, and you know what's interesting? You know what stands out to me? And I know we're switching gears here, and I apologize, but you brought this up. You know, it was, it, it was a really interesting time, one in television and two in our world. Um, they addressed a lot of social issues that people don't realize. There was a, there was a black and white married couple on that show. And and we hadn't seen that before that. Hey, you know, I mean, that was something, you know, phenomenal, right? It's, um, it was like a spinoff from Archie Bunker, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Back in the day, for, for those who uh, know, if you know, you know, Sherm, you know how they say that. But yep. yeah, I mean, that, you know, interracial mar- uh, marriages was unheard of during that time for, right? Right. And, and they highlighted that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, they, they were some, prominent. That couple some, was prominent on that yeah, show. Yeah, they had some great, great exchanges of um, really fighting the stereotypes of racial tension. During yeah, that yeah. Right. And, you know, and I remember very well that they addressed uh, social issues. Um, and it wasn't just about, you know, they were moving on up. They were a successful, the, the Jeffersons were a successful uh, family and I think they had was it dry cleaning services and yeah, dry cleaning services. And he yeah. was a, he was a professional black man, right, in a high rise apartment, which was unheard yeah. of. Yes, right? they they were at the top floor, and this was TV series from seventy five to eighty five. Yeah, an entirely different time in our in our universe. You know, hey. So one thing I loved about that was, I mean, it it just challenged inclusion in every way, right? And, oh, yeah. and what it did was it highlighted some of the um, you know, uh, cultural differences, right? And it made fun of it, but also made it to a point where you feel like you can achieve because at the end of the day, that, that sitcom was about uh, making it to the east side. We're moving all up to the east side. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You know, so, and because um, we finally got that piece of the pie was the the the, the whole deal. And I, I feel like that with West Cliff Athletics. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, so, uh, with all that being said, sure, moving on up is what we're doing, baby. All right, then. Because you know, that fish don't fry in the kitchen. Yeah. The beans don't bubble in the grill, baby. <laughs> Took a whole lot of trying trying to get up that hill. I love that. I love now we're up in the big leagues. Yeah. Getting but our you know, turn at that. Yeah. As long as we live, it's you and me, baby. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> You're oh moving on up. I am. I'm. I'm impressed. I am very impressed. You know, what's interesting also about that? That's the second longest running series with a primarily African American cast. The only other one that's longer. It was surpassed by Tyler Perry's House of Pain. Man. Um, but you know, and, and again, the first to prominently feature a married interracial couple. And I know I hit on that, but they they also dealt with social issues and the way black and the way the black um, society was viewed 
right. in America in America back then. And you know, they they chronicled the um, the success of a black family in America right. at that time because there was so many there was a stigma that it was impossible. And right. you know, it 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 was one of those game changers. It really was. And I didn't realize it at the time because you know I was a kid. I watched it absolutely. But you know what they also did in those shows which was very risque is to use the um what uh, the euphemisms of the day in order you know there are certain words that people use unfortunately to uh, that are monikers for black people uh, and they use those in the show i remember that i remember them talking about those words in the show and and how they explained it especially to the younger generation you know, it was just, it, it was unbelievable at the time. And my parents, I remember talking to my parents about it and they said, you know, we should watch this show. We need to watch this show because they, they address issues like alcoholism, racism, uh, suicide, gun control, transgender, uh, illiteracy, the KKK. There were so many things that that show addressed that nobody had addressed at that time. And well after the show went off the air, other shows didn't even address that until, you know, a few years ago. No, so I agree, sir. I mean, way ahead of their time. They were cutting edge, and then you know we had the other show for for African Americans was Good Times. Good Times, Jimmy Walker. Yeah, But that was on the other side of the spectrum, sir. That was the hustle. Yeah, you know, temporary layoffs. Good times. Yeah, yeah. Easy yeah. credit ripoffs. Good times. <laughs> exactly. Surviving. Good times. And you Hey, you know about that, sir. I'm I am very impressed. And you know, you, you mentioned all in the family, which was the direct opposite of the Jeffersons, but the Jeffersons were the neighbors of Archie and Edith right. Bunker. And so that was a spin-off, you know, obviously. Oh, the- Archie. Oh, Archie. <laughs> well, he was so mean. He was so mean bigot too. Oh yeah, yeah, and that—that's what—that's what made that whole dynamic interesting. You have America, though. That's what we did, right? You know, you know, and 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 you know the difference between that and us here at Westcliff, we we value inclusion, right? We don't want we don't want you know it to be a mountain pot. We want a salad bowl, baby. Hmm. We want you to be able to be your individual self when you come here. So we tell all our recruits, right? Inclusion is big for us, right? LGBTQ plus. We yeah. love you. Yep. Okay? If you want to have pronouns, great. Mm. Okay? We want you to be productive uh, people in this world. We want you to love yourself first before you can love anything else. But we know you're going to love your experience here at Westwood. Mm. Right? Mm. So that's just what we do. And we really hang our hat on inclusion. And here's the crazy thing about this, sir. Because we live in such a challenging society, we don't always get it right. But we vow every day to make progress. So we ain't looking for perfection. We're looking for progression. So every day, right, we're trying to get a little better than yesterday. But we take that challenge every day to be better. And we take that on here. And a lot of programs don't do that, sir. A lot of places don't do that. A lot of places can't say they, they look these challenges in the eye. And we welcome them, them challenges because we know that we're, we're getting, we're, we're more than just athletes, sir. You know, not not the coin, you know, LeBron phrase, but we're just not going to shut up and dribble. Mm. Right. We go. We understand that we're building the complete student athlete here um, at Westcliff. And 
a part of our coaching obligation, right? That that our first round draft picks are, you know, is in their in their bag, right? In their tool belt is life skills. And we want to make sure that you're productive in this society. Um, Randy Harris, one of our ATs, senior ATs in our athletic uh, uh, he's an athletic trainer in our sports medicine department um, is ruling out a series of things for mental health. So we're, we're, we're really looking to um, get down to the nitty gritty of, of building our uh, student athletes up for, for some of the challenges they're going to face um, after college, right? Some of the challenges they're going to face in college and some of the challenges that they face just to make it here because we have plenty of first-generational students who are using athletics as the vessel of opportunity for education. And um, that's something truly, um, um, you know, inspiring to me and uh, something that uh, we all can be proud of. So totally happy for that, sure. Okay, here's my question. You know, we are a fairly comprehensive university. But yes, we are. We are, we're addressing everything. You know, we're addressing mental health. We're addressing FCA. You know, we've got so many programs coming up. What do you think is the most immediate challenge we face as a university and an athletic department? Um, if you're allowed to tell me. You know, I, I would just say growth. That's right? a challenge, you think? It's a challenge because, and the reason why I say that is, it's, it's one of the challenges. It's not, I'm not pinpointing the challenge. So I, I'm kind of, you know, on my uh, um, Fred Astaire. I'm on my uh, Gregory Hines. I'm tap dancing a little bit, sure. I'm, you know, I'm on Glover. Right don't, forget, don't forget Savion Glover. Yes, yeah, so there you go. You know, I'm tap dancing. But 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 what I'm going to stay in the safe space for those know, know about it, because Westcliff is one of them. I'm going to say our growth because we have an incredible challenge of not to allow subcultures to impact our 5C culture. So sometimes with the challenge of growth, you don't want the message to be missed, that inclusion is everything that we do, right? Because we got so many different programs, right? And we come from so many different uh, demographics and our university celebrates so much diversity because we're represented by 85 plus different countries globally. So um, monitoring and maintaining our culture within this growth in this highly volatile society is a strong issue while still allowing your student athletes to individually express themselves appropriately on the correct platform without suppressing their First Amendment rights, their Fourth Amendment rights, um, so on and so forth. Okay, rather so, yeah. than F1 students, you know, or indigenous to America. Okay, okay. So here's a question I have, because we just had a meeting about this as a university, uh, our athletic department, and we, and we went over our recruiting numbers as an example, and mm -hmm. where, where we want our programs to be. So, mm -hmm. you know, we've grown pretty quickly over the last two years. We're going to grow <laughs> at least. The right way, though, sir. Yeah, that's, see, that's, my, that's my question. How do we know we're not going too far too fast? Um, because the, the, the data let us know, the climate, the social justice climate would have let us know. There's so many different indicators, right? KPIs that we look at to monitor and maintain 
what we're doing. And we're on one accord, right? You know, we're on one accord. We, we clearly, concisely are executing um, our mission statement for the university, which is really simple, mm. right? You know, we educate and inspire and empower, right? So, um, you know, of course you have regulatory like Title IX and other things that keep you, uh, you know, in line, you know, from a regulatory standpoint. But you know when you know, sure. You, <laughs> you, know? You, you, you know, you know, let's, because see, that's one thing I love, you know, sure, no matter how much education I receive, you know, no matter awards or whatever, common folk is the backbone of this country. We're able to relate. Be able to play on any platform. We don't have to speak um, great, you know, English grammar here, because you hear me both ways. Whether I'm speaking intelligently or I'm just in the gutter, you know, with it from a, a jive standpoint, right? Of common folks of how this 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 country was built on hard work, sweat, and equity, and um, you know, we just we just keep it there, Sherman. I think because we can. Um, dominate on so many different levels, we don't leave any crumbs on the table. But but our indicators, you know, that we monitor in DEI, you know, diversity, equity, and inclusion, and other things that we do to monitor um, the progress and making sure that um, as we continue to grow, we don't lose our substance. We don't lose our core values. We don't lose, um, you know, our athletic mission is never uh, in replace or over top of our university mission, you know, um, they're succinct, you know. So I, I think we have a lot of great people, you know, in compliance and different things that's really making sure that um, the message is clear. You feel like the message is clear, sir? Uh, from the very first minute. All right. Yeah. I mean, it, it, <clears throat> I, I, I go back to my first month. Um, I ran across, interestingly, an old uh, G-chat that you had sent me uh, from March of 2019. So it was shortly after I, uh, I got started. Um, <clears throat> and I knew the task that was ahead of me. Uh, I didn't know how fast I needed to, to go or how fast it would go. And once it started rolling, it went very fast. And there were times where I thought, I, I don't know if I can do all this at once. I was the only one. I was by myself running the department. And at that point, um, I didn't realize it, but I needed you and Michael to step in, which is what happened. And it, it was necessary and it sent, sent us on the path we're on now. And I'm just talking about baseball, um, but I couldn't see it because I was a little too close to it at the time. And after it was explained to me, I stepped back and I said, uh, this totally makes sense. And I wish I would have known this a few months ago because um, we were already you know, a few months into the program and things just, they were going okay but not the way they needed to go entirely. And so um, I, that was at the point where that was my aha moment. That was, that was the, um, that was when it was made clear to me. And so it, it uh, I, I've never forgotten that moment. Everything went from black and white into color, right? Right at that moment for me, um, it all came to a head. It became a volcano. And once it all just came, went spewing into the air, I went, Oh, this is what's supposed to happen. So um, the message for me was entirely clear, and it has been ever since that point. I'm not saying it wasn't before that, but 
uh, it wasn't until I started to understand what the message was and, oh, now I get it. So uh, fortunately, uh, it happened and it happened early on. And I think that the, it, it not just benefited me and my program, but uh, the other programs as well, because now they come in with that understanding. So I, I might have been a little hazy at the very beginning, uh, but getting to the point where we needed to be, that took some time. But you know, the message I, I, was clear. Okay, I, I believe that, Sherman, you know, like, far as it's okay to be in that spot that you were in because you're gathering your sea legs, right? I mean, you know, building a phenomenal culture, it takes trust, hard work, teamwork throughout their entire organization, but also people need to see it being executed, right? And that was the first time you heard the words, right, get into action, right? Yep. So I think, you know, with, with that, I mean, you know, that's 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 where you get that aha moment, right? Yeah. You know, where you like, okay, they they they're they walking it like they talk. Mm. You know, because I, I tell people all the time, I, I am that dude who cut who would cut off my nose to despite my face if it comes down to non-negotiables, right? It's gonna happen every time. Yeah. No yeah. doubt about it. And and you know, so I think um you know, like like we always say, sure, you had everything, but I, before you can, you know, achieve anything great, you know, you know, or before anything great really gets achieved, your comfort zone must be disturbed and your comfort zone was disturbed. Oh my and ever since then, right, it's been a beanstalk. And we know about that, Johnny and the beanstalk. Yeah, yeah. It just kept going, right? It's that Chinese bamboo, right? So um, effect. And I think, you know, you need those challenges. You know, it's a biblical verse, and I must really paraphrase, but, you know, brotherhood is built, is, is, is born out of adversity, right? So you need that adversity to see, you know, what that brotherhood, that sisterhood looks like, that, that you know, true essence of your culture, because it's the litmus test. You have to be tested. Right. And then you, you know, and, and so I, I love those times where where we are tested when the when our culture is tested by maybe social, you know, injustices or outside forces, because I want to see if we have a big enough force field to protect our own culture. Right. It doesn't feel good when you in it. You know what I'm saying? Because you definitely got a value today before you can visualize tomorrow to be successful. I truly believe that. Um, and have a growth mindset, but it's never, you know, you're never happy when you're going through it. But after you look back, sure, you know, I'm, I'm not going to speak for you, but I'm sure after you look back at the situation and look at yourself now, you're probably happy you went through it. Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, I I even said that at the time. It was necessary. And it it changed the path of, of our uh, direction. And it was it was the best thing. And I even we talked about it as a team. Um, we had two meetings about it, one with Michael Hardaway and the team, and then one with just the coaching staff and the team. And um, it was a different time in our in our program, but it needed to happen to get us to where we are now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so you mentioned something about being uncomfortable. Um, adversity builds character. And so, you know, how you deal with that, there's going to be adversity, even if things are going really well. They're going the direction you want. There will be adversity. Nothing's yeah. going to be perfect. Can I, double, can I double down on that, sir? Of course. It, it, it exposes 
your culture as well. That is okay. That's one point of view, and and it's the it's the truth right. as well. Yeah, it's one I didn't. I, I mean, didn't. it's it's both, right? Yeah. I think you know, nothing has to be mutually exclusive here, right? It can be both, right? Yeah, it can. It can be both, you know, and and I think you know, you, you think you got something going on. Sure, it happens to me all the time, right? I'm thinking, man, we're rolling, and sometimes you can feel like you're in a groove and you're in a rut. And you don't even know it, Sherm. Hmm. That's hmm. why it takes great people around you, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, and, and you know, I'm truly grateful that you know our athletic family here at, at Westcliff. You know, because I love giving the voice to the voiceless, right? We we are. I'm extremely thankful to build greatness with everyone, all the leaders, all the first round draft picks, from the CEO to the janitor, right? That you know we do it daily because one thing that I really truly believe is we specialize in the impossible and it makes it uh, a little more endurable, you know, you know, during challenging times we're having that mindset. Mm. Mm. And there will be challenging times. Oh, it's, it's just a part of the recipe of success. Oh, absolutely. But it's a big pie. And so, you know, you might have one part of it having adversity, the other part going smoothly, and then it'll flip. Yeah, and listen, rain is going rain is going to actually pour down on every part of the university uh, athletics uh, family at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not all at once, but it will. And, and, and uh, it'll hit one part and then it'll start to get sunny in one part and then it'll rain in another part. Well, but it's an art, too. It's an art there, sure. And that's my job mm-hmm. is to continue daily to build that art for those challenging times. Mm-hmm. And you know what we do in art, we just put everybody in and we just endure that, right? Yeah. Let, let okay. So. okay. So does that make you Noah? Uh I'm Noah's cousin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm Noah's cousin. Okay. So I guess we're we're all just we're all floating along in the same arc, but we all have the same point of view heading in the same direction. I'll I'll take that. You know, that makes sense. If we're gonna um take a biblical view of it, I like that. It's uh it's uh, an interesting point of view, but it's a very true point of view. You know, we got one leader who's trying to get everybody to the same place, uh heading in the same direction. But we're doing that. That's the thing, it's happening. Hey, sometimes I gotta throw people off the arc. Okay. To make that happen. And that's the painful thing. Because sometimes you gotta give them a little push because we gotta level up, right? Because mm-hmm. it is levels to success, right? Yeah. yeah. And we can't I refuse to be complacent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So but but you know, you know, with the first round draft picks with the five C's, we already know passion and purpose is already included. Mm. Now the toughest warriors right? It is faith, time, and patience. Faith, time, and patience. That's the true warrior right there. That The purpose and the passion, everyone can seem to bring that to the table. But having faith to endure the ups and downs, having time and patience to arrive, that's, that's the true warrior right there. That's the true, that's the, those three, the faith, time, and patience, make people leave before it's prematurely, right? Premature, make them leave. Sometimes they make them stay too long. 
Sometimes they get out, you know, afraid to get out there a little bit. Okay. You know, and then just having the patience to know that the work will reveal itself, sure, at some point. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, I tell you what. I know that's deep term, and I have no problem on some future podcasts really going into, you know, those five elements. As you can see, those five elements, because that's a part of the five C's, right? Yeah. I monitor all the time that, you know, it's like the passion, uh, purpose, faith, time, and patience. That's like the in and out menu that's the secret menu for those who live in Southern California you know you can get a four by four. It's not on the menu, sir. Hmm. Right? That mustard fried. Not on the menu, sir. <laughs> Animal fries. That's not on the menu, sir. Hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. The menu is basic. So we got the five C's, but then that secret menu right, that only the ones that's in this 5C program that's to the left and to the right of me know is that passion, purpose, faith, time, and patience, right, is the other part of the glue that allows us to grow in the right way to answer the question that you asked me earlier about how do we know if it's too much or not? Well, that's how I know. Okay. Well, <clears throat> as you have said all along, just need to trust the process without all the information. Yeah. Trust me without all the details, baby. I'm telling you that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. All the time, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, then. Well, hey, <clears throat> I'm going to do that. And uh, I, I, <laughs> I, uh, I learned very early on that, um, you know, you can't make all the decisions. Uh, yeah, I got to rely on other people. Uh, I'm not really good. I'm just talking about myself personally. I'm not really good at delegating, but when it's coming from above, I'm just going to go with whatever you say. I've learned, I learned very quickly to just do whatever you say. So it's uh, because from where, and I always say from where we were to where we are, to where we're going, pretty much everything that has happened, you said it was going to happen and there's still more to happen. And so I I know what you've told us uh, and what's going to happen here hopefully over the next six to 12 months, uh, just an exciting time with Westcliff athletics and keep an eye out. Cause we're going to be adding more sports uh, and uh, we're going to be expanding our athletic department. And we're going to have a sports reveal on our podcast. Okay. sports coming up, you know, All right. you know, I'm still working on some things, but I will tell you, I'm, I'm very, very um, proud that number one, you know, everyone in the program has commitment. Because that commitment allows us to start. Number two, we have discipline. Because that discipline allows us to push through the good and the bad times, sir. And then consistency to finish. So uh, I'm really proud that um, we, we got that, that, that special sauce. You know, we, the ability to look inward and, and self-assess and say, hey, I got to be better. I got to do better. I know better. I got to do better. Mm-hmm. You know, this. who cares about temporary wins? We try to be legendary. Yeah. Who cares about temporary? We're going to be legendary. Yep. I like that. I like that very much. We're going to, 
use that as our uh, as our catchphrase from going going forward. I think. Let's do it, baby. I'm all about it, baby. All right. Hey, that's a good place to uh, leave it for today. And uh, we'll be picking this up again. We've got a lot coming up. You know, I, I'm still really interested in uh, addressing that military service and uh, and some of the sports reveal stuff we got coming up. So there's a lot on our plate where the podcasts are concerned. So keep an ear out for that coming up uh, very shortly. And as always, I would like to thank my guest host, our Dean of Athletics, Sean Harris. Yay, yay. And the gentleman who makes us sound good each and every time we do podcasts, that is Brandon Peterson, our sound engineer. Beep, 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 beep. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you download your podcast and please leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us get the word out about Westcliff Athletics and we thank you for your support. And keep an eye out for the next podcast.